We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Storm Dar Weather Podcast. This is episode 269. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the pattern shift. Uh, yeah, we've been stuck in this pattern for a while, and it's... Uh, Damp? Look, s- stormy? Not a washout. Yeah. Per se, but it's been damp. But j- just these rounds and rounds Round, and yeah, rounds right. of... Uh, when did it start? Last Friday? Or a week ago Friday? <laughs> it's been, like it's been a while. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, it it, it is crazy. I We've had dry times, so it, uh, like I said, it's not a washout or whatever. The National Weather Service today did issue a, f- a flood watch. Yeah. Um, Ground's pretty wet. They're soaked. You know, I noticed, though, when I was watching Radar all day, places west of Highway 65 were just inundated mm-hmm. and east of highway 65 there was just a spotty storm every now and then so i mean it i was trying to figure out where their thinking was because they they the whole flood watch goes well from the southwest corner of missouri all the way up i think through rolla doesn't it well rolla's getting rain now it's it's that's where the storms are right now i mean to the east okay here. that makes sense of course there's flash flood warnings all the way from jasper county to Whatever county, uh, well, Eminence, where, is that Shanning County? I don't remember. Where is Eminence? Is that, a, is that east of us? Oh, that's way over there. Yeah, Shanning oh, County. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, it's one, two, that's pretty good, pretty good rain. I got a bunch of flood advisories on my phone a while ago, but these are actual flash flood warnings. So places did get rain. Places needed rain. We were low. Yeah, I think I got a third. Of an inch, did it? I I didn't look before I came over. You, you know, uh, well, uh, uh, my buddy Phil, he lives in Miriam Woods, and he said he only got three tenths of an inch. But I tell you, while we were making pizza with the Hughes family, by golly, I mean, came over nine of them came over. We made pizza, but anyway, it just opened up. Yeah, and driveway flooded. You're up to a little over half an inch. Zero point five eight for the day. Oh, okay, okay, that's good. I did notice that for the uh, month we've had three eighty nine, more than April, right? Oh, two or three times more than April. We only had like an yeah. inch point four or something in April, and that's why we're in a drought, or parts of it are kind of. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, the, the the ground is saturated. The you know storms are, you know rain has come or whatever and we're in drought. I mean I want you to talk about the drought later, but okay. uh, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Did you see? And I I think you did you tell me or what? But all of a sudden, a tornado warning got popped for Dallas County north of Fairgrove. You told me. 
I told you because I was wa- oh I know what it was I was watching the Weather Channel just sitting there watching the Weather Channel and they said breaking news I'm like oh great what is the breaking news and they said tornado warning for Dallas County in Missouri and I looked at it and I was like that's just North Spring- <laughs> Springfield yeah. that was odd I I thought it was odd too and I was I- getting wind reports out of them too so something was going on well and, and there was there was definitely a couplet but it just did not last long. Mm-hmm. And if there was, I've been seeing some reports coming in that said, you know, possible tornado with some buildings down, but huh. it it couldn't be more than an EF zero. No, I mean, yeah, right. And I really don't think it the lasted. Highest wind gust that I got reported was like 61 out of that thing. So, oh, yeah. That's oh, that's barely even nice. severe. But I mean, in two frames, that couplet just fell apart. So right. I mean, this was a really, and I've been telling people on on our uh, Facebook page, it's like that's the exception. <laughs> we were really not expecting severe weather. I mean, Houston got a severe warning later, but that was a huge cluster. But mm-hmm. yeah, that thing on Fair Grove, I, the atmospheric conditions were just right, and it just it just flipped that one. Okay, the pattern is starting to shift. We've been in this. Uh, I want uh, later, in a little bit, I want you to tell us what's going on in the model minute. But before then, uh, I noticed on radar, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but all the precipitation and storms and everything was coming from the south, going north, and just slightly west, north, northwest. Yeah. And I thought, okay, and I've been putting arrows and everything. This evening, I looked at it. Everything in Kansas is now going east. Well, I noticed that too all day, but it looked like what was coming east was like a secondary wave or a secondary line or a boundary or something. Yeah. That was kind of going to intersect with the rest. And I don't know, you know, have they lowered our chance? I mean, what's our. Yes. I, I haven't even looked at the. Uh, the last I looked, it was. Uh, oh, shoot. I forgot. I've had yeah, sixty percent uh, showers and thunderstorms likely maybe before midnight. So, oh okay, I don't see anything much on radar. But yeah, they were moving east. I thought it was riding along some sort of yeah, some boundary or OB something. or something. Yeah, uh, but uh, the way the storms are, are were set up today, they're just right along our perimeter. Kind of. Did you guys? Did you have any lightning or anything over here? We had some. I don't good, think I had any. We heard thunder a couple times. They they shut our eyes down uh, for lightning in our perimeter. We would have like two or three strikes right on our perimeter, and then they oh. would go right to our north. You know, they'd skirt us. Yeah. Of course, we have a twenty mile perimeter, so. For oh yeah, they're going to shut those rights down. So yeah. Well, you don't want to be on metal when that. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Lightning, and we all know lightning can strike up to what is it, ten miles away from 12 a storm? Miles Twelve. Up. Yeah. yeah. It's Probably a more long than that. <laughs> it's crazy. Every now and then you'll see one of those rogue lightning strikes on radar scope. You notice out there. Oh, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like, how did that happen? Right. That's kind of cool, really. Now, that's yeah. from NASA, right? No. No. They have sensors. Oh, they do. Our website's from NASA, but they're from, they have sensors. Those are just cloud to ground that you see on radar scope. Oh, for some reason, I thought the lightning data on radar scope was from NASA. No, that's our website. I don't know. Oh, speaking of the so website, contract with NASA. Yeah, we we got some problems with the website. You're going to try to fix them tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Google. I don't know. Stupid Google. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Um, the normal high and low for today. 
this is March. No, this is not March. This is May. May 15th is uh, 76 and 55. And in one week, it is 78 and 58. So that low temperature's warmed up three degrees in a wow. week. Uh, yeah, we're, we're in May. <laughs> we when was the Joplin tornado? Was that 22nd, right? Yeah. May 22nd, 2011. 22nd. Okay, so that's that's kind of this next week. It's coming. I may I may I'm not sure what I'm going to do that. I, I want to probably want to play a remembering 12th, Joplin. 12th year. 12 years. Wow. That's nuts. Mhm. Uh, anyway, but uh yeah, let's let's get to this model minute. There is a pattern shift coming. We we're, I'm seeing you know some dry time on here, temperatures, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. So let's uh, get it to you. Model minute, model minute. What do they say? It's the model minute. Yeah. So what are you seeing over there? What what's you know, up for us? As for precipitation, there's not much to write home about. Uh, maybe a little wheat wave coming through Friday night, Saturday ish. No, yeah, okay. It doesn't look st- as strong as it when it initiates in Kansas and Oklahoma along the state lines over there. It kind of comes over here and it kind of peters out. Uh, and that's really it in the next week. Oh, that's good. Uh, we need to dry out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I just hope it doesn't turn off the tap. You oh, know yeah. No, I, I don't want it to stop. Just kind of stop. I mean, for there's like other <laughs> weak little waves later on, but that just gets way into, you know, model no man's land oh, okay you know, it never happens but uh right. you know drier and cooler actually i think maybe even some of these days are going to be below average i know tomorrow is 72 oh, degrees it's gonna be so nice it is gonna be nice but uh you know i'm ready i'm ready for a, i think i'm about ready for summer schools are letting out oh uh, we're getting to that time aren't we schools are letting out branson doesn't let out till next week but a lot of schools around here are letting out this week Seventy two is too cold to swim, and if you ask yeah. me. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we've been thrown into summer, and now that we're coming back I out, think, I guess back. In I spring. think spring hit a little late this year. I mean, the moisture and all that kind of good stuff, because you know how April was so dry. Oh yeah. And I mean, we've had severe weather. We haven't had bad severe weather here. I think we lucked out on that. Thankfully. Of course, we're not done. Oh, if, no, we're if, right in the big... If uh, the moisture's here later, we might have a later severe, maybe going into June. Who knows? But, uh, hmm. you know, there's nothing indicative of any severe storms on these models. So that's it, it's great. looking pretty good. So the model minute gets an A-plus from me. Wait, that's a... Hang on, where's my... Oh, there you go. There you okay. Go. <laughs> the model minute. Uh, yeah, let, let's hold on to that, man. It's like just get rid of that some of that humidity. I mean, temperatures can come back, but it's like has the, the humidity come a little earlier this year? Oh gosh, yeah, I think so. I think so too. You get eighty eight, ninety, and all of a sudden you're getting heat in heat indices in, in the mid nineties, right? Well, just for a couple of days, but then it was eighties. I don't know. It's it's oppressive out there. Well, dew points is what I'm watching. It's like low seventies. Oh, they've been up there. I've seen seventy five. This really? Week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, we're a little early for that. That's July weather, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, uh, let's get to the next segment if I can find it. <laughs> Pollen is still out there. Trees and grasses is are, they're, they're, they're still going out there. Uh, oak, mulberry, and walnut. I think last week 
we uh, you checked Springfield and they said Walnut was out. Well, this week Pollen.com is is uh, saying Walnut is out. Tuesday, which is tomorrow, is medium low, which kind of makes sense because we've had all this rain. Then Wednesday to Thursday, bam, back up high. We got that sunny weather, and then Friday is medium high. Are you seeing anything on Springfield? Or are you looking? Just that juglins are high right now. <laughs> juglins. <laughs> I know. And, and betulas, juglins and betulas are high. No, no, I'm sorry. No, Batulas are moderate. Oh, Batulas. <laughs> which is birch. Oh, okay. <laughs> which you didn't mention on here. This is from the no. Springfield Green County Health Department. Oh, okay. Yeah, th- now they break down Jugglins a lot Juglins are more. walnut. Okay. Batula is birch. And low is hickory, sycamore, pine, and oak. Okay. Grass is moderate. You Makes sense. That. Weeds are low, of course. And then mold is high. Surprise. Undifferentiated ascospores, whatever that means. Asospores, yeah. Well, whatever. Wow. A S C O spores. Asospores. Right. So it's moldy out there. (laughs) So if you're mold uh, sensitive, yeah, you're gonna be. You're gonna be. uh, What is? Whoops! I forgot to silence my phone. Uh, Does does mold cause sneezing or does it cause other things? Do you know? I've never heard of a, a sneezing problem, but I mean, because pollen does the sneeze and the watery itchy yeah. eyes, but but I know I mean, a lot of people. Could. Are, I guess. I mean, I'm sure it has some sort of uh, similarities. You know, itchy or something. I don't know. Hard to breathe. I would think hard to breathe. I don't know. Well, regardless, keep taking your antihistamines. I certainly am. Oh, and my, my buddy Gary, he said, I did what you did the other day. I thought, he said, I'm going to not take take his. And he said, that was a mistake. <laughs> what are those little bitty, they're, they're like yellow and they're like that big. They're like little bloomy leaves or something. Because there's a tree up my street. Mm-hmm. And when it downpoured and flooded my driveway, thank you, Mother Nature. It's everywhere. They were floating on to all over on top. It looked like swampland. Oh, cool. No. I don't know what it not is. Not cool. <laughs> I don't know what they are. It was clogging up my drain. Maybe it's juggling. No. I don't know if it's juggling. It could be. <laughs> yeah. so, sounds like something might have served with mashed potatoes. <laughs> Jugglins. <laughs> oh, before we get to the weather school, how's your uh, your uh, garden garden report? Oh, it's great. I got, well, last I counted... This morning, I had five tomatoes. Nice. Numerous, too many to count blackberries coming in. So, Oh, good. That's more than my one blackberry I got last year. <laughs> one course, single blackberry? It takes, it takes two years to get a good crop. Oh, okay. On those. All right. <laughs> and it's the same. I didn't do anything. I didn't even move it. I just left it in the pot. It's a big old pot. Okay. But it's huge now. But I'm going to have some good, some good ice cream in, in June. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you ever have... Extra tomatoes. I know my mother would probably like to try one of your tomatoes. Oh. Yeah. That is if you have an abundance, you know, because I know Sharon and I both hate them. But <laughs> I make a lot of pizza, though. That's Well, I did today. Oh, did you? <laughs> I made four. Well, I taught them how to do it. And then uh, so the, the the kids, they came over and they were, they did it all there. So I got pictures. I'll show you pictures. I made pizzas on Mother's Day. That's what I went to Miami. And I made <gasps> oh, to my grandma's right. and my mom and Shara and my grandma. I made pizza for them all. We had salad and breadsticks. And the whole family came over and made homemade pizza. That's good. yummy. Yeah. You know, you know what my mom and I ate? What's that? Arby's. 
<laughs> is that a tradition? Do you do that? It seemed do, to be. Does she, like, does she like Arby's? Oh, yeah, we like Arby's. Uh, I mean, they keep changing their menus, so yeah. basically we just get the roast beef, and that's it. Yeah. So I, I got to have the horsey sauce. I love the horsey sauce. It's just, really? Yeah, I do. Well, of course you would, because you like pepper stuff. It's like bleh. I don't like pepper stuff. No? No. Oh, Grayson likes the pepper stuff. Yeah. But I grew up watching my dad use it, so I used it as a young kid, and I just got used to it. I like it on, like, like, like the, I, I put horseradish on, like, prime rib and stuff like that, too. Really? Yeah, I do. Sp- speaking of prime rib, yes, I told my mother, because uh, we don't go out in restaurants on Mother's Day. That's right. silly, yeah. you know? So we have a we, we have a standing uh, date. We're going to go to the Texas Roadkill. Mm. I mean, Roadhouse. Sorry. <laughs> they were busy when I drove by in Joplin the other day. Oh, I bet they were. And Springfield, too. That's a good place. Yesterday. I mean, it was late, and they were still not a spot to be had in the parking lot. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's why we'll go on like a Tuesday there or something. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, Mom, we we'll, we need to talk. We got, I want to take you there. They have good uh, good rolls. The, yeah, they have, they have. Did you remember when they had used to have peanuts? They don't have. I, I. You know, I've only been to one like twice. Oh, really? Okay. And we had we went went and they had peanuts, and then we could never go back because you know Grant. Oh, right. Go yeah. Because he's allergic to peanuts, but he's not with us anymore. He's. No, he's uh, not dead. He's just no. moved out. Don't worry. <laughs> Grant's not with us. <laughs> he's in Oklahoma. Oh, he moved to Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, he works in Missouri, but he lives in Oklahoma with Grandma while he's working in at one of the casinos over there. I was going to say, in that one heck of a drive back to Branson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we're, now, now we're just talking stuff. Let's get to the weather school. Uh, Flood Watch was out today, and of course, we didn't get some. But yeah, like you said, Corey, there's a lot of places... <laughs> That got some uh, hefty rain, three to four inches out there. So the weather school is all about flooding, and I haven't heard it in years, so enjoy. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service has just issued a flood warning. What exactly does that mean? A flood is an overflow of water that submerges land that is usually dry. In the sense of flowing water, the word may also be applied to the inflow of the tide. Floods are an area of study in the discipline hydrology and are of significant concern in agriculture, civil engineering, and public health. Flooding may occur as an overflow of water from water bodies, such as a river, lake, or ocean, in which the water overtops or breaks levees, resulting in some of that water escaping its usual boundaries. Or it may occur due to an accumulation of rainwater on saturated ground in an aerial flood. While the size of a lake or other body of water will vary with seasonal changes in precipitation and snowmelt, these changes in size are unlikely to be considered significant unless they flood property or drown domestic animals. 
Floods can also occur in rivers when the flow rate exceeds the capacity of the river channel, particularly at bends in the waterway. Floods also cause damage to homes and businesses if they are in the natural flood plains of the rivers. There is some confusion on the different types of flood products used by the National Weather Service, so let's go over a few of these products and their definitions. First, the flash flood. A flash flood is defined as a sudden local flood, typically due to heavy rain. A flash flood warning is issued for flooding that normally occurs within six hours of heavy or intense rainfall. This results in small creeks and streams quickly rising out of their banks. Dangerous flooding in areas near these creeks and streams, as well as low-lying flood-prone areas, develops quickly and is a significant threat to life and or property. Next is the flood. A flood is defined as a rising and overflowing of a body of water, especially onto normally dry land. A flood warning or an aerial flood warning is normally issued for flooding that develops more gradually, usually from prolonged and persistent moderate to heavy rainfall. This results in a gradual ponding or buildup of water in low-lying flood-prone areas as well as small creeks and streams. The flooding normally occurs more than six hours after the initial rain begins and may cover a very large area. However, even though this type of flooding develops more slowly than flash flooding, it can still be a threat to life or property. Next is the flood advisory. A flood advisory is issued when flooding that is not considered a significant threat to life or property is expected or occurring. This usually deals with nuisance flooding problems such as flooding in low-lying areas and areas of poor drainage as well as minor flooding of streets and roadways. This type of flooding causes some inconvenience, but is not generally considered a significant threat to life or property. Now, before a flood, a good thing to do is gather supplies in case you have to leave immediately or if services are cut off. Keep in mind each person's specific needs, including medication. Don't forget the needs of your pets. Obtain extra batteries, charging devices for your phones, and other critical equipment. Keep important documents in a waterproof container. Create password-protected digital copies. Protect your property. Move valuables to higher levels. Declutter drains and gutters. Install check valves and consider a sump pump with a battery. During a flood, depending on where you are in the impact of the warning time of the flooding, go to a safe location that you've previously identified. If told to evacuate, do so immediately. Never drive around barricades. Local responders use them to safely direct traffic out of flooded areas. Listen to the NOAA weather radio or local alerting systems for current emergency information and instructions. Do not walk, swim, or drive through flooded water. Just six inches of water can knock you down, and a foot of water can sweep your vehicle away. Always remember, 
Turn around, don't drown. Stay off bridges over fast-moving water. Fast-moving water can wash bridges away without warning. If your vehicle is trapped in rapidly moving water, then stay inside. If water is rising inside the vehicle, then seek refuge on the roof. If trapped in a building, then go to its highest level. Do not climb into a closed attic. You may become trapped by rising flood water. Go on the roof only if necessary. Once there, signal for help. And after a flood has occurred, listen to authorities for information and instruction. Return home only where authorities say it is safe. Avoid driving except in emergencies. Snakes and other animals may be in your house. Wear heavy gloves and boots during cleanup. Be aware of the risk of electrocution. Do not touch electrical equipment if it is wet or if you are standing in water. If it is safe to do so, turn off the electricity to prevent electric shock. Avoid wading in flood water, which can contain dangerous debris and be contaminated. Underground or downed power lines can also electrically charge the water. Use a generator or other gasoline-powered machinery only outdoors and away from windows. Flooding is just one fury of Mother Nature. A common misconception about flooding is that once the heavy rainstorm is over, then the flood threat is over as well. Quite the contrary, as the rainwater will continue to run off into creeks, streams, and eventually lakes for days after the rain ends. And, with multiple rounds of heavy rain, the flooding threat could continue for several days or even weeks. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. So I guess that would apply to my driveway because it flooded. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And my garage door, uh, Gary left and said, your garage door's open. So I went and I clicked the garage door closer and I heard it kick on and I didn't think anything of it. And then when the Hughes came over and then they left after the downpour, I looked and my garage door was open and my garage is wet. I don't know what happened. Though It was open. Interesting. I don't know. Did you open it ever? I, I did earlier today. Yeah. I mean, way or like 11 o'clock. <laughs> and, then, and then I thought I closed. I heard it. You know, you can hear the, the garage door kick in. I thought, okay, it's closing. I don't know. Hmm. Poor pitiful me. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, so let's go on to the next segment, which is in other news. Uh, I've got a few things, so okay. I'll, I'll just go and if you, if you have something, you just interject there. Uh, last Friday, Nebraska had seven confirmed tornadoes. The National Weather Service issued 33 tornado warnings last Friday. Now, check this out. The average... Tornado warnings for Nebraska, 26.3 per year. Per year. I don't get that. I don't get that. It's a, yeah, they, they surpass their yearly uh, tornado warnings. 
So that was it. North Carolina, uh, Corey and I were talking about this beforehand. I, I think this is a supercell storm, but they said North Carolina had a tornado warning on five nine twenty three, and yeah. the last time they had a tornado warning, they said was August twenty fourth, nineteen seventy seven. That doesn't seem right to me, so I'm trying yeah. to justify it. Uh, Did you fact check that? Well. No, it was it was on a credible, uh, it was on Weather Channel. Oh, did you fact check it then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I didn't, and the only yeah you you fact check. The only thing I was thinking that if that would be a supercell related tornado warning because hurricanes come. A in. tornado warning is a tornado warning, right? Well, because they've had hurricanes come up there, and those things spawn you know tornadoes. Sure. So I don't know. So. I'm going to put that in, what, what does the Mythbusters say? Plausible? <laughs> Maybe. It's Maybe. like, eh. So, I don't know. I, it, I, I saw don't, it. I don't see anything to debunk it. It's, you know, but yeah. you think that would have maybe made some bigger news That's headlines. what I thought. I mean, it was it was weird, and I, I took a picture and I thought, that's odd, because North Carolina, come on. You're going to have tornadoes there. I would think so. There's tornadoes everywhere. Los Angeles sure. had three of them this year so far. And that's, yeah. that's really rare. I don't know. Okay, so we'll we'll put it, we'll put kind of a a red check mark on that. It's like so. Anyway, I'll fact check that later. Uh, what I do know is it is hot in the Northeast U.S. Oregon is averaging twenty to thirty degrees above average for them. Didn't didn't that happen last year? It either last year or the year before, but yeah, it, they had a huge. Even up in Canada, it went up. They were having hundred degree temperatures in Canada. Yeah, so I wonder if that's you know to come. You know, if that's a signal for anything. I mean, we know El Nino is on its way, right? Um, what that's going to do, we don't know. <clears throat> I didn't check the the Enso update. Uh, I think. I don't know if they do it the first of the month or if it's every Thursday. I don't know. Did you hear what's going on in Yosemite National Park? No. Well, they're closing all... They closed all the campgrounds today. Today's Monday, right? Yeah. Yes. They closed them today because apparently Yosemite saw some uh, record snowfall this winter. And now they've warmed up and the snow belt is what they're calling imminent. It's going to happen, and they're expecting record floods. It's in oh. the forecast. They're preparing for it. It's going to be a mess over there because it's like it oh, rushes man. down the, the mountains. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, they don't know when they're going to be able to reopen. They're going to provide updates all throughout the week. Uh, they had a, a forecast for flooding last month. But the weather kind of leveled off and stayed a little cooler. But now we're in May. And oh, you yeah. think May, you think the snow would be melted off? And now, well, they're way up there, you know, in the yeah. mountains. Yeah. So they had, uh, as of May 1st, the park, Yosemite National Park, had more than double the average amount of snow for this time of year. So that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of snow. So the whole area is under a flood watch, which, uh, you know. Of course, they could always use the rain. They have like 12.5 feet of snow up there. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wow. It's going to melt. They're they're telling everybody, don't don't go to Yosemite until, you know. Okay, so the whole Yosemite Park is yeah. to basically shut down. Right. Well. Wow. 
I mean, maybe you can go there during, during the day, but you can't camp there right now. Okay. Boy, I wonder, I wonder where all that water goes. Uh, it's okay. got to go somewhere. Uh, okay, so this is a silly question because I don't know geography. Is Yosemite on the east or the west side of the Rockies, or is it in the middle? It's, isn't it in Northern California? I don't know. I'd have I to mean, it's part. Because I'm, try, I'm trying to think, if all that's melting, is it going to melt and go down the mountain and go to, you know, east, or is it going to go to the west? I mean. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how it's set up for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna look at a map here. Okay, you look at a map. I, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna say this, this last thing. Okay, what I have done, uh, I've looked. This, this is not exactly weather related, but it's, it said stratosphere in recording, so I looked at it. Um, there have been mysterious rumblings and recordings of the Earth's stratosphere. Now, I wanted to, to be just a little bit more specific on that. Scientists have taken giant solar balloons and sending them up 70,000 feet or higher into the air to record sounds. Now, they've been sending, you know, solar, giant solar balloons up there, but uh, someone said, I think this this guy named Daniel Bowman, I have to look at, yeah, I think it's him. He's a principal scientist at Sandia, or Sandia, whatever, National Laboratories in New Mexico. He thought, you know, we send those balloons up there, let's put a microphone on. <laughs> and he did. And they That's have cool. got, yeah, recordings uh, of that. And it's on the CNN site. It's actually everywhere. I Googled it. It is everywhere. What I have done, I have recorded, not recorded, I have lifted that recording. And I'm not going to play it now. But what I'm going to do, if you'd like to hear it, I'm going. we're going to end the podcast and then come back right after the official podcast is over, and uh, I'll, I'll play it. It's about four minutes long. That's why I didn't want to bore everybody within the podcast. So if you want to, if you want to hear it, you know, when we, when we say goodbye and play the outro, stick around, and uh, we'll come right back, and I'll play that. And if you don't want to hear it, then after the podcast is over, then you can uh, say bye-bye. So anyway, uh, that's why, again, I want to, want to credit this. And, and it, I'm not violating any copyright thing because this is all over the Internet. You can go see it. You can Google it yourself and hear this. So, so uh, I'm giving Daniel Bowman credit for the Sandia National Laboratories. So did you do any? That's what I got. Yosemite is closer to Nevada. It's on the eastern side of California. This is all going to drain into the, I guess it's the Merced, M-E-R-C-E-D River. Okay. And then from there, it looks like it flows east into a really cool lake called Mono Lake. Just one? Sorry. It doesn't say stereo. <laughs> oh, nice comeback. Yeah, thinking from a musician here. It's <laughs> really cool, actually. The lake kind of looks like a crater. Oh, but, wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a mess. And I'm sure there's other places that are experiencing the same thing over there, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. If all that snow, 12 and a half feet of snow, my gosh, that's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, keep us updated on that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll be hearing flood warnings and all sorts of things coming out in the next yeah, weeks or so. so. Oh wow. Okay, that's all I got. Do you got any any other news? Nope. 
And that was it. Well, then it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's time for the weather word of the week. So we're going to give it to Corey. Uh, I had to have Gary explain this to me. So uh, anyway. Well, I've heard of it. Yeah. So I really don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, it's like Ar- Archimedes Principle, I think. That's it. My gosh. You got Archimedes Principle. So, what is Archimedes' principle? It's the upward buoyant force that is exerted on a body immersed in a fluid, whether partially or fully submerged, is equal to the weight of the fluid that the body displaces and acts as in the upward direction at the center of mass of the displaced fluid. I, I feel like there's an easier way to explain it than what I just read. Do you know how many definitions of this I went through before I landed on this one? I imagine you can find something on YouTube that kind of explains it, too. Well, that's okay. what I went up to Gary, because Gary is just brilliant. He's just like a nerd scientist. I say, explain this to me. So, uh, basically, the way I understand it, and the way it kind of says in this article, it's it's the force created... On the pressure around an object. So, example, if you had you know some so a thing of water and you had a ping pong ball and you push the ping pong ball down into the water, it wants to go upward. The buoyancy of that is stronger than the force around it. Okay. Does it make any sense? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So you know, you put the ping pong ball, you let it go, it's going to pop up because. It's it's the same thing as displacement. You know, if you sit down in in a bathtub, you're going to sit down, but the water around you is less. I mean, you are greater than the water around it, so you're going to sink. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's the thing. It's it's kind of weird to. And what does this have to do with weather? Well, <laughs> it was in the weather thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of words. <laughs> Was this guy Archimedes? Archim, Archimedes was he a like a weather geek? Yeah, too? Oh, no, was, yeah, I guess he was. May, may have been. <laughs> no, he, he was uh, some. I don't know. He was some guy, Greek guy down. I'm up, guessing so. The 200s, yeah. Well, see, I go, I I research all these sites and their weather sites, and it's like, what's all these things? And that was on it. And I thought, oh, okay. Well, it's, so that's the only relation to weather I know. It was on the okay. weather site. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'll try to find a better word next time. But I thought it was cool. I mean, I guess if a raindrop or a hailstone, you know, you see those baseball-sized hailstones going into water, and they're displacing the water. But That's called the splash. The splash, yeah. <laughs> That's true. But the water below it is is exerts more force, so the hailstone does not sink. It floats, but that's ice. I don't know. Sure. I've had a day, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. So, okay. That's a file that away. Yeah, I'll I'll file that away on there. Anyway, that's uh, (laughs) that's what it is. So, I don't know. You have any hopes for the next couple of weeks? Next week of weather? I think it's going to get better. You know, I I don't want it to dry up. I want it to uh, moderate. I'm. Interested to see what our drought looks like. We didn't really talk about the drought, but oh yeah, uh, we'll talk about it now. Seriously, it's pretty. Uh, <coughs> I don't want to use the word scary, but uh, hmm. 
ominous this, for this time of year. Ooh. It's, um, you know, we're in a drought. Even Branson, we're abnormally dry. Oh, I mean, we're the D zero. Okay, but but that measures on the drought scale, you know. It's oh not yeah. Officially, they're not using the word drought, but the whole state. There's only a little sliver of northwest Missouri and the boot heel that's not in some sort of drought in Missouri. That's nuts. This is May, folks. This oh, is God. bad. But now, now wait a minute. We've had a week of we have rain. So I'm curious to see. If there's any improvement, ne- you know, in the next one, I think that dry April did us in. I just hope that I, you know, we haven't had a drought-breaking rain in May. We've had, I mean, parts of us have, not yeah. us, right? But even the very central part of Missouri, there, there's one, two, three, four, five, six counties. That are under extreme drought. Probably around the Jefferson City area, Columbia. Extreme drought. That's just amazing because you think about and it. And a huge chunk of Missouri under a severe drought. Okay. Wow. Gosh. Well, I, I really think there's going to be at least some But this adjustment. is a huge area. It'll be adjusted. It's not going to go away, though. No, I don't think it's going to go away at all. So I, I think we need to have some dry out time, but we still need to have those, you know, showers. What, what, and I, we both said this before. What we need is like three or four days of just a light to moderate rain, not flooding. Right. Just, you know, soak. And even though right now the soils are soaked, that's because the rain has come in succession heavily and the ground doesn't know what to do with it. So that will soak in. I really think there's going to be something different next time when they do it. We'll just see. I, I have a I hunch. think there will be, but for the extreme up north, I, I you know, it's it's it'll take a lot. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what they're getting in that area. I mean, oh, that's true. To us. Well, that's so right. that area near Nevada that we it was raining there last week. We were going to look at it this week to see if it adjusted at any and it did not. It did not. Okay. Jeez. So it's still there. Of course, that goes into Kansas, and they have their own extreme droughts over there. I mean, that's just. A well, sliver. I think it's still drier still out west, right? I mean, you got oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess we can't complain. They were never right really now. out of it. Like oh, we were. okay. You know, we 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 got some relief. Got some lightning over in McDonald County. Not that oh, people it listening again? to us oh, well, yes. in the future that's care. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> the future will be tomorrow. Oh, well, I mean, that that's all I have. I mean, just, just you know, enjoy the weather as it, as it comes in. And, again, once we end the podcast, stick around, and we'll come back with that thing. So, anyway, you got anything else for this podcast? I do not. Okay. Well, let's wrap this part up. So, be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, Corey's going to work on the website, so check out that at stormdarweather.com. Hopefully, it'll be back up soon. Okay, that does it for this time, so stick around or join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.
And welcome to the post pod. Uh, Corey, are you still there? think so okay well we're going to play this it's about uh again it's like about four minutes long uh it gets really interesting and there's some pops in here i mean i didn't adjust this at all there's no uh enhancement or anything on it so let's get to listening to that
Wasn't that cool? <laughs> Wonder what, what kind of windscreen you used on that thing. Is there any wind up there? I mean, There's I gotta don't be know. something. Uh, yeah, it's it's something they call infrasound, and it's a, a it's a technology that will record super low sounds that's out of our audible range. Uh, in like I guess infrared or something is infrasound. The article was really cool, and like I said, you can go anywhere and see this. Uh, online, just search for, uh, I search for Daniel Bowman, B-O-W-M-A-N, uh, Sandia, S-A-N-D-I-A, National Laboratories, and I and I, a whole bunch of stuff come up with this recording. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. If I listen to that tonight, it'll put me to sleep. Well, I'll send you the like whole sound bed. Like I mean, it's like one of those white noises, you know, like the machines. It is. I mean, there. I mean, it did rise and fall. So, I mean, I don't. Mm. I, I keep imagining this thing like way up there, 70, 12 miles. I mean, come on, it's way up there. Uh, commercial jets fly between thirty-five and forty thousand feet, and this is twice that. Yeah, uh, they're cool. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that, and so everybody, take care, and we'll uh, join you next week. <laughs>